Hi, my name is Jody Hall. I'm from Hickory, North Carolina, home of Shell's Barbecue, the famous cherry vanilla sundrop, and all day breakfast. I'm a wife to Ken and a mother to four boys, ranging in range from 29 to 12. I manage to work full time in customer service, and I'm still very busy with our youngest, who's involved in scouts and plays travel across as goalie. I've known Cadillac since the seventh grade and spent four years with him in homeroom. And I wonder if my senior yearbook is worth anything since he signed it the year the World Wide Web was launched. I'm so happy to introduce to you my friend Cadillac Jack and his amazing wife Donna and their second act, Always St. Strong. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years until July 2019. Welcome to my second act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Hey, Donna. Hi. Okay, you know how I said I had not learned anything in the pandemic? Right. That is false. Wow. All right, here we go. See, I, this is good news. I am what one would probably call, okay, do you know how like, do you know what they call a wine expert? A, a wino. A, no, a sommelier. Is that right? Sommelier. Sommelier. Anyway, a wine expert. Okay, I am an ice creamier. Because, as I have mentioned, I eat ice cream a lot in the pandemic. I mean, a lot. So I have taken the liberty to travel to a bunch of different ice cream places. Kilwins. We've talked about Andy's Custards. Dairy Queen. And I have narrowed down the best ice cream cone in the city. Are you ready? I, yeah, yeah. Hit me. This is exciting. <laughs> hit me. Now, is it from the one of the three places you just mentioned? Yes. Okay. It's very simple. Dairy it's, Queen. Exactly. It's the cotton candy cone from Dairy Queen. It's the old school vanilla swirl cone in that awesome cake cup cone. You know, you remember the cake cup cone? Like the old school oh, cone. Oh, yeah. And then it's like dipped in cotton candy. And if you live, you can get it anywhere. Like you don't have to live out where we live. Any place you're listening that there's a Dairy Queen, I asked the guy, I said, do they have the cotton candy cone at every Dairy Queen? And he said, are you ready for this? If they don't, you can ask for it because it's on the secret menu. Everybody loves a secret menu. Do you know what the other item from Dairy Queen on the secret menu Ooh, is? Wow, the other Donna, cone? This is it's early for this. Wow. This is so um, exciting. <laughs> it's a cherry dipped cone. Okay. I can't believe you're not like a excited. hard coating like chocolate. Yes, I have. I've seen or maybe had one of those. Yes, before. and that's the best part. You eat all the hard coating off, and then you're kind of bored because you've just got your vanilla cone. But but you eat it because it's ice cream, and why not? <laughs> yeah. All right. So I have a ritual now. I go, and I go with um, Charlotte. We walk <laughs> at Bell Memorial Park, and then after we've walked, what better time to get ice cream? So you go to Dairy Queen over at Grasslands. Correct. Okay. We walk at Bell Park. And, and look for the beaver. We're going to have I, a beaver update coming. Yes. And then we come swing back around and check on the beaver and come home. This right. is just innocent family fun going on in the pandemic. So, you know, the, the point is, it's never too late to learn anything. And I'm learning. So. All right. There you go. On the way here today, you were jamming to what song? I was jamming to Cole Swindell. George Boy. Cole yeah, Swindell. Yeah. So he, the song is chilling it. Um, I just I love that song. I love Cole. He just seems like somebody like that you would want to hang out with. Just a good old guy. You know what I mean? Like he can fix things. He can barbecue. He can fish. He golfs a lot. He golfs. He's just like a renaissance good old southern boy. But anyways, he was born in Bronwood, Georgia. I've never even heard of that place. Have you? 
Bronwood? No. Okay, he went to Georgia Southern, which we all know. He's a proud Georgia Southern graduate. And he was in the same fraternity as Luke Bryan. He was a Sigma Chi. And he met Luke at Georgia Southern. And fun fact, he sold merchandise for Luke before he got started in Nashville. He's written for everyone. He's a huge songwriter. He's written for Thomas Rhett. He's written for uh, Florida Georgia Line. He wrote for Scotty McCreary. He writes a lot of music. The thing that I find fascinating, and you and I have talked about this before, a lot of artists start out selling merch for other artists because they're in Nashville. They're, you know, they're writing. They're kind of in that peripheral circle. Like um, Hillary Scott sold merchandise for, um, who'd she sell for? Reba? Well, her mom was on tour with Reba. Yeah, and I think she did sell for Reba. Hillary's mom. Yeah. I know Martina McBride sold merch for someone. Faith Hill sold merch for... Yeah, I think she sold merch for Reba. But for Alan Jackson. Well... Or she held his merch. Okay. All right. Okay. But there's always somebody selling merch, you know? It's like a... That's a good way to get into the business. So Cole Swindell, love him. Love him, love him. I think that was maybe the first song he ever put out, too, that he ever released, Chilling It. Good right. one. Okay, what was your core 57 high You know, song? we're a semi-music podcast, and I think that uh, part of our job is music discovery, and that's really been my job my entire career in, in, in radio. I have been turned on to an artist from Dallas, Texas. He wears a 6XL. What, a boot? Pant? No. He's, a, he's just a very... A 6XL. Large gentleman. He's at the Dairy Queen. His name is Joshua Ray Walker. I love people with three names. I mean, that right there, out of the gate. Has a voice like Dwight Yoakam. He just released his second album. And it's hot steel guitar, fiddle, dobro, accordion, horns. He yodels. Really? On this project that is called Glad You Made It. He is... A very talented, very talented songwriter as well, and his his lyrics make you think and 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 laugh and and sometimes even cry. And you can maybe do all three at at one time. Backstory about Joshua Ray, uh, Joshua Ray Walker and his song, which we're going to add to the Spotify hype song playlist called "Boat Show Girl." Oh boy! His mother was a marketing person for like tractor pulls. Oh yeah. And car shows and boat shows. And so as a young kid. He would go to them. On the weekends, his mom, he'd had no choice. You know, there wasn't a babysitter. He would have to go to all of these events and just sit and probably play with his Hot Wheel cars in a corner. But he was exposed to a lot, including boat show girls. Boat show girls are the the ladies that are hired to wear a bikini and five-inch heels and uh, promote the boats earrings that dangle mm-hmm. to promote the boats mm-hmm. and have their picture made with all the horny husbands okay. that are there yeah. to buy a boat or a beer. Yeah. And sometimes they like at the car show, they may have the microphone or they the ones that have the microphone. Listen, the big auto show that's a different, yeah, level. different level. This is, this is like something that you would see at yeah. uh, like a car show. You might see at a uh, VFW. Yeah. Or a bingo hall. Like a Miss Coweta County type. That, something mm-hmm. similar to that. Okay. Um, here is a sample lyric from Boat Show Girl, from Joshua Ray Walker. Your mascara is running. It wins the foot race every time. You're good at what you're doing. You can stop them on a dime. Bathe in sequins, a beacon of when daddy did you wrong. 
Yeah, fake tan covers bruises, but it doesn't last that long. Because freedom ain't that free. Happiness can be cheap for zero down and less than you spend on cigarettes every week. You can take this beauty home, treat her like you should, just like every boat show girl wishes that you would. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. How did you find out about old uh, Joshua Ray Walker? I was was turned on to him by Rolling Stone. Oh, yeah. In a tweet that they had, an article that they were a review that they wrote. And I thought, you know what? I want to listen to some new music. I wonder what this is all about. And it's great music. It really is. It, yeah. It's, 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 they classify it as country Donna, but it's not your... Typical. You're not going to hear it on the radio. Yeah. Um. It's But it's good... You know, he, he writes a lot. He's had a lot of challenges in his life. You can imagine sitting in a corner at a, a boat show every every right. weekend. Um, <laughs> he, he struggled with a lot of things, drugs and alcohol and depression and self-esteem. And, and uh, I, I don't know, but I would imagine some eating, mm-hmm. uh, if you're 6X, uh, you know, some eating disorders. Maybe. He may just be big boned, you know. He's a big guy. Yeah. Very big guy. So he writes a lot of his stuff is autobiographical, like Boat Show Girl. So it's kind of dark, but a little bit very, funny. No, no, it's very dark. Oh. It's very dark. But he 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 finds ways using words to make you smile. Yeah. When you hear it, there's a lot of uh, word smithery. Yeah. That he uses. That's great. I'm gonna have to check it out. Joshua Ray Walker. And he recorded the uh, album partly in Nashville and also in Dallas, where he's from. That's awesome. I like it. Boat show girl. I'm telling you, anyone with three names, when when someone says like you're having say you're having a barbecue or party and they're like, Who'd you invite? Joshua Ray Walker, you're like, Oh boy. Get how, the, how'd, you, how'd you get that invite? Get the extra get, get the extra beer. Yeah. You can take this beauty home, treat her like you would, just like every boat show girl wishes that you would. Love it. All right, gonna add those two to the Caddy and Donna Spotify hypes on playlist now up to like twenty four hours of music or something, right? It's long. Yeah. It's good though. You don't have to listen to the whole thing. I, I encourage you to put on shuffle too. See, uh, I don't have premium, so I can't do that. Oh my gosh. Okay. I've told you, we will share. <laughs> we will share. I our, have to listen to ads every okay. time I listen to our okay. Okay. playlist. Okay. Carl and I will share our. Every third song. Our password. Uh, what's his name from uh, uh, Mayhem comes on. From Allstate. Allstate. Yeah. Okay. Promoting his insurance and stay away from him. Oh my gosh. Okay. Luke Bryan and one margarita was booted from the number one spot on the all-genre iTunes chart by a song recorded in 1979. What? This has happened in the past 10 days. What happened? Luke Bryan got his 25th number one at Country Radio. Glad he got it. Margarita. Yep. And uh, the song was number one, all-genre, not just country, but all-genre iTunes chart was number one. Until a song from 1979 called The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh, I should have thought about that. By Charlie Daniels Band, booted him. Well, if you have to get booted by anyone, I'm sure Luke was proud to be booted by Charlie Daniels, you know? Anytime that there's a, a, a death of a musician or an artist, yeah, there's often a spike. And that is certainly the truth with the Charlie Daniels. Uh, you may recall Charlie had a stroke. He, he passed at 83 years old. And so what happened is a lot of people flashed back and remembered the hits of Charlie Daniels 
And the devil went down to Georgia certainly was uh, his biggest. And it uh, hit number one. And uh, his albums have also done quite well. A decade of hits was not even charting before he passed. And it jumped to number 10. Wow. On the uh, all-genre album sales chart. And 16 biggest hits uh, from Charlie Daniels actually went up to number six. Yeah, I think so many. I mean, I don't know how anyone could not know about Charlie Daniels in the world. But I think people spoke of him so lovingly that if someone really hadn't dived into his music, they might be like, you know what, what's the deal with this person? And I mean, I think once you start listening to a little bit of his music, you get hooked. I mean, it's great stuff, you know. I have on vinyl a decade of hits from Charlie Daniels, and I took it from the first radio station that I ever worked at, WIRC. 630 Country WIRC. That's good. In Hickory. And we used to have to queue up singles, 33s and 45s, albums and singles, because we didn't even have carts back in the day. So you'd have to move the record back and you forth to, to get it, it Yeah, get it to the right spot. You had spot. to queue it up. And um, and we've talked about carts before. Those are those big... It's not th- the stuff you smoke. No, think about... No. Okay, think about the big, like, eight-track, almost like eight-track tapes like you used to have, which some people are like, what is that? But they were music on big tapes. And basically what carts were, in every radio studio, there would be what was called a cart wall. And the it was commercials and music at times, but it was numbered. And so then the cart number corresponded. And if somebody didn't put it back. Or didn't queue it up. All or the way. didn't queue it up. That was always the big thing. When one person was leaving a shift, if they didn't fix the cart wall, then when the commercial came up, you didn't know where it was or how to slot it in. And it was always like, you'd have to write up a form. Couldn't find the cart. A discrepancy. Yeah, a discrepancy. Cart was out and that would get you in. That would get the person Well, because trouble. there'd be dead air. Yeah. Because the, you would you would fire the cart to play. And if the person on the shift before you working on the air had not. Reset. Run it out. Yeah. And then put it back to, to zero. You know, put it back to the front of the tape on the cart. Then when you hit it, nothing would be there. Yeah. That is the end of the commercial again. Yeah. And you had three different cart machines. Or we did at Kicks back in the heyday. 360. This is when we were at 360 Interstate North Parkway. Right. Over near the Cobb Cloverly before we moved to 210 Interstate North Parkway. And you had three big cart machines. I think eight track machines. And, and so you just load up, whether it was a commercial, a jingle, you had to make sure everything was loaded up right. You know, say it was a Shane Company commercial, was the last commercial that you were going to play in your stop set, your commercial break. It would have the cue, the out cue written on the on the cart, actual cart. And it would say, well, Tom Shane got it. You know, how did yeah. he end every spot? Open Monday through Friday. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday, 205. Uh, yeah. com. And so it would say on the cart, outcue, shanko.com. So you know that that's the last thing that Tom Shane was going to say. And then say it would fire a jingle, kicks, upbeat jingle, kicks, one-on-one, fine. And then that would trigger the song that you're coming out of your commercial break with. It was a lot of stuff you had to do back then. Doug Stone, why didn't I think of that? Oh, I love that one. <laughs> I love that. But you, I mean, you you did, back, in, back when radio first you started, attention. you did have to pay attention. Everything's computerized now. There was you a lot going a on. And you haven't for 15 years. But think about that, just in that short amount of time, how commercials went from that to everything being loaded into like a, a system. Digitally. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So that's uh, some history on being on the air, on the radio back in the 90s and such. So 
we're call, learning. The call came down. <laughs> we're learning now that school systems are announcing huh, plans for fall. Right. And there are some school systems that have even backtracked. Originally, maybe they were like, we're going to do, we're adamant, we're going to do in-school learning, face-to-face, face-to-face. Yeah. everybody's coming back to the school. Uh, and now some school systems are, are backpedaling even on that kind of stuff because if, depending on what model you look at, there are some increases in COVID-19. Yeah, there's so much around this topic and issue. And I don't even know how we delve into it. I mean, from our standpoint, we have, um, if you listen to the podcast, we have a 21-year-old son who is out of school. We have a 17-year-old daughter who will be a junior in public school next year. And we have a 14-year-old daughter who is attending a new private school next year for high school. So we are all over the map, just like I'm sure everyone listening is. And if you don't have kids, you're probably tired of it too, but there's a chance maybe you teach or you are an educator or you're somehow involved in the school. And so yesterday at 11 o'clock, our school system, which is Fulton County, which is one of the largest school systems, um, they decided that they were going to have a conference at 11 o'clock. And, and I knew what was coming down, you know, um, and they did say that they were going to um, go all virtual. And they had been very transparent up until then that they, as you said, they were adamant that they were going to try to go face to face, but the numbers were not working in their favor. They even encouraged people to wear a mask. I we will talk about the mask later, but this is a it's a tricky conversation for me because I, I think it's a little bit bigger than a superintendent imploring all the parents to wear that it's our fault or our problem. I don't think he was saying that so much, but he has said previously, like, if you don't wear your mask, the kids can't go back to school. It's a bigger issue than that. It really is. You know, there's a lot of teachers who don't feel safe coming back into the school. They just don't. Uh, because at the time, Fulton County was not mandating that the kids wear masks. So on one hand, he's telling us we have to wear masks so we can get our kids back in school. And then kids aren't going to be wearing masks in school. And I think for me at 11 o'clock, I just, and I've talked to a couple of parents, um, I felt like, um, I just felt a range of emotions, like just kind of sad and, and a little bit defeated. And I've been thinking about this a lot. It's like the girls keep saying, mom, dad, we're not going to get in your way because, you know, we're all saying, well, we have to work and we have to, you know, um, meter that out with, with teaching our kids. And I keep trying to explain to them this really as much as we joke about it, it has n nothing to do with them being home. It's the fact that educationally, we lose ground. We do when it's virtual. It's just a fact. Not every kid thrives in a virtual landscape. We're fortunate that w our one daughter, Olivia, does very well virtually. She was actually considering kind of a hybrid model where she was going to go face-to-face -face and do some virtual classes. But there are so many kids who just do not do well if they're not in front of a, a teacher. But for me, it was just sad because we also had a band meeting last night that was scheduled. And I mean, it was a Zoom meeting and you saw all those parents. It was just like this collective wind had been let out of a balloon. And whether it's band, we talked to Tug, whose son plays football last night, um, whether you have a football player, whether you have a kid in drama, you know, whether you have a kid that does robotics, say it's not even sports, whether you have a kid who is an introvert and needs to be in school. It's just a really difficult time because I thought about it the other day, like usually we fix our kids' feelings, you know, if they're feeling sad or what can we do to help or how can we change this? Can we, you know, 
um, get help? Is there, you know, we're, we're fixers and we're feeling all these emotions at one time. It's like, we're not just, you know, it's not like I'm sad today, but tomorrow will be better. Well, not necessarily, <laughs> you know, um, or I, I, you know, I'm anxious, but I think, you know, once I get over this hurdle, I won't have this anxiety. Well, what's the hurdle? The hurdle keeps moving. So I think right now, again, we, we talk so much about mental health on this podcast, but there's just a lot of multiple feelings coming at you at one time. And our kids are also dealing with multiple feelings and we can't fix it. You know, Olivia said to me last night, will we go back after the holidays? And I'm thinking, that seems so far off. <laughs> do, do you remember back in March when Fulton County School said, we have um, some people on the staff at this elementary school and at this middle school, and it was on the south side. It was on in, in South Fulton yes. County. Yeah. Um, out of an abundance of caution. There's those there's words. Your, there's your phrase again. Out of an abundance of caution, we're going to shut down all schools for two weeks. Yeah. And we thought that that was... Long, what? Unbelievable. For two weeks? Are you kidding me? Well, think about snow days. Like, uh, I think back to like, you know, now, if you were out of school for, when we were growing up, like if you were out of school for a week for a snow day, it was like, oh my gosh, you know, how are we going to catch up? This is crazy. I mean, now, you know, and I and I know teachers are doing the best that they can do and that it, 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 this is, we're not going to win any debates. We're not debating this. I'm not saying, because I, I don't have the debt data and you don't either. I, I don't know which one way is better. How do you put kids on buses? But Olivia said to me last night, she said, what about my bus driver? What about the custodians? What about the, it just has ripple effects. You know, what if you have a special needs child? Okay. You know, it's hard enough to get, you know, a child who is engaged and enjoys learning, but imagine having to work a job and also parent and educate a special needs child. And again, I don't know what the answers are, but I just know that to talk about it as a group and say, I am so frustrated and defeated and exhausted. And, you know, Olivia said, so, you know, cause they haven't, normally they would have been to band camp. They would have learned an entire halftime program. Half program. And she said, I, I assume if they ever go back and play football, we'll just play fight songs. She plays the bass guitar. She's like, so I don't think I'll be playing any fight songs. And then she said to me, you know, well, at least I have concert band. And then she said, but if there's not any concerts, will I have band as like an, a, a, an extracurricular? And Olivia is a rising junior. Imagine if you're the parent of a rising senior. It's just, and, you know, and, and so many people went through it last year. Didn't graduate. Didn't. And, and now. Well, but this agreed. And it, it was it was it was heartbreaking. But this could potentially, Donna, this could be an entire school year. Absolutely. That's done virtually. So there's no sports. There's no extracurricular activities. So that affects even colleges. Right. Are you prepared? Um, if you were had all of your bets on your son, his senior year, leading the football team as quarterback and signing with a yeah, D one or D one yeah. school. Yeah. What what what's going to happen there? Well, and and I think that that heartbreak continues for parents whose dreams were lined up with the kids. Sometimes you know that, and sometimes and Tug and I were talking about it last night. He, I said, how does Jacob feel? His son plays 
Um, Tug is a friend of ours who used to be on the radio with you and his son plays for Alpharetta High School football. He also plays travel baseball that they're doing right now. But I said, you know, how's Jake taking it? He said, he's actually taking it better than I am. He said, because I'm just, you know, I, I call me crazy and, 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 you know, misguided, but I was looking forward to seeing my son in a football jersey. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love watching Olivia, you know, perform in the band. I was so excited that uh, Rec Softball was coming back, you know, and that's on hold. It's just, um, I don't know. And then in the same household, we have um, Charlotte School is adamant. They're going back. And, and sent an email yesterday saying, we know you're getting emails from, you know, and, and not every family has kids in multiple schools. We always have. Um and it can pose a challenge. But in this case, um, they're at one, at talking about challenging at one point. We had three and three different. We had three kids in three different school systems, systems that went by three different school calendars. Yeah, it was it was, <laughs> it was quite a mess. Yes. Um, but Charlotte goes to or actually was going to start. She's a rising freshman and was was going to start this year at a brand new high school. Yeah, which has been challenging. I'm not going to kid you because the normal barbecues, meet and greets, you know, she knows very few people at the school. So I've, you know, that's what we spend a lot of time talking and walking about, you know, listen, it'll be fine. So of the two, it's very interesting. She, I, I want her to be in school. So they are a smaller school. They're able to distance them. They're able to control the traffic flow. You know, when you look at these large high schools, they're like many cities. You know, you've got thousands of kids, you know, passing through the halls every day. It's, again, it's, this is not us sitting here going, open the schools, you should be able to do this. I, I wouldn't even know where to start. I really wouldn't on arrival times, dismissal, you know, but I just think yesterday it was like the air was let out of a balloon and everybody was just like, oh boy, you know. And there are still school systems here in Metro Atlanta that say they're going back. Right. Uh, Gwinnett County. Yes, which is a large county. Cherokee, Forsyth. Yes. Yep. And some of those schools have said that they're going to do, you know, rolling, you know, rolling, coming in and leaving and that type of thing, staggering it. And it's a challenge. It's a challenge for educators that I do not envy. Um, I also understand that there are teachers who not every teacher is a young, young teacher. So a lot of them are worried about coming back. And I understand that. So I just think it's a big challenge that we're all dealing with. And I think right now the thing that we just keep preaching is there's a lot of emotions coming at people. And you sort of have to compartmentalize it and just take it one day at a time, you know, because it can feel overwhelming to think when your child asks you, will I be back in school in November or for Thanksgiving? You're like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I've even read and seen where um, if you carpool, if you take your child, to school there'll be no help with car doors right there'll be no help with getting your child out of the car or helping with backpacks and 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 band instruments or yeah whatever just because of social distancing they can't do it which if you have an older child you're like my kid can get their own stuff if you say you have two or three kids that go to the same elementary school oh my god or kindergarten i mean that clown car oh my gosh that carpool can take forever ever for them to unbuckle and then they're like running around in your car and then they realize they don't have half the stuff they need and you're like oh boy i'll be back i'll swing back through you'll see me again (laughs) here's what you get with your dinner affair meal that you prepare 
in your home, you get a, a, a super simple recipe card with each meal that shows you exactly the three or four steps that you need to take to prepare your meal. They've already done all the chopping for you. Every single ingredient that you need to prepare your your dinner affair meal for the family is is already there in the package. Ingredients to prepare the dinner. Uh, once you've ordered, they're separated in bags. You can add what you want. You can leave out what your kids don't. All packaging is 100% recyclable, taste-tested for over 13 years, and absolutely foolproof. Two to three easy steps to get dinner on the table and always 100% guaranteed. Dinner Affair is the official meal kit for families, and you can get $30 off your first order when you enter the promo code CADDY at checkout, C-A-D-D-Y, CADDY at checkout, Dinner Affair, A-F-A-R-E.com, different meal packages. You can get, uh, you know, we do the big, the, the large meal package because we have a family of five, but that $30 uh, that $30 discount off first order can even apply to uh, anyone, a two meal, a two person meal. And what we just went through talking about the uh, uncertainty of the times and the money that you're going to be spending on groceries for kids that are home, breakfast, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I'm telling you, it is worth it to invest in dinner affair. Give yourself a break for one meal. They've added tons of oven ready dinners too. I, I, I can think of, I counted nine on the new August menu that goes straight into the oven, which is huge during those busy nights where dinner can take 40 minutes as uh, you know, long as we can be doing something else like math with your kids while it's cooking. Dinner, A-F-A-R-E.com, Dinner Affair. Something for all your home needs at Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. Saw some photos on Instagram at uh, of Gallery Furniture, and the warehouse is absolutely full. Recliners from $2.99, tons of bedding options. Monarch table and chairs plus a bench for eight forty nine. Whether you're looking for a dining room table, a king size bed for your master, or a sofa for your living room, Gallery Furniture in Gainesville has you covered. So many different brands, so many different styles. They offer financing, and they are a locally owned family business. You remember, ask for the Wolfman. You can still ask for Donna. Now ask for Donna's daughter, Marilyn. Sixteen hundred Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman Gallery Furniture. Are you ready for your appy? I'm ready. Carl, hit that appy open in three, two, one. Because I'm happy. Come along if you feel like a room without a roof. Because I'm happy. Come along if you feel like happiness is the truth. Okay, so my appy for this week is a fun app. It is called Cameo. C-A-M-E-O. And it's just, you. it's kind of like a... It's an app, but it's also kind of, I, I say it's sort of like TikTok. It's gonna, this is going to become your new guilty pleasure if you haven't like looked at this before. And, and I've who, heard of it. I hadn't looked at it. Who doesn't have time? Just hours and hours to scroll right now. So um, it's called Cameo, again, C-A-M-E-O. And basically what it is is it's an app where you can pay to have, I'm not going to say a, uh, a celebrity because some of them are quasi-celebrities. Um you can have them do a hello for you. You can have them do a happy birthday. You can have them sing a song. There's a certain um, amount of time that they will do. I mean, they're not going to sit there and, and have a conversation with you. It's not live. It's recorded. And then they send it to you. And you pay um, to have this done. And you're like, why on earth would I want to have this done? Well, so if you have, say, a child. Who Who's is, obsessed with a wrestler or a football player. If they're on the cameo list of yes. celebrities, then you can pay and get a personalized happy birthday message from your child from whoever. Uh, I don't know. The Miz, who's a wrestler, like, you know, hey, Jimmy, 
This is the Miz. This is the Miz. Yeah, and they do it like very personal. But the prices and the people that are on there are hilarious. Okay, so you can get Debbie Gibson. You remember her? She did all the mall. She did the mall, the mall tour, tour with. For, uh, yeah. What was her song though? Uh, I think I can't remember. Step by step, I can't remember. Donna, that was no. Okay, well, whatever. Anyway, you that can was get new kids on the block. Okay, you can get her. They're probably on here too. You can get her for one hundred and ninety-five dollars. Does that seem cheap or expensive? How long will she run? Does it say? I think they're all pretty much the same. Now, if you want Ice Cube, he's five hundred. If you want Chris Barrett from the Spin Doctors, do you remember the Spin Doctors? Little Miss, Little Miss, can't be wrong. Okay, that is thirty five dollars. Get out! I swear. <laughs> they record a thirty five uh, birthday, birthday for thirty five dollars. For thirty five dollars, here's my favorite one. We've got. Did I say Ice Cube was five hundred? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Carol Baskin. Carol two, Baskin is on Cameo, and she's two ninety nine. I would think she would be as much as Ice Cube, wouldn't you? And she's probably going to start. I wonder if she'll do her Hello Cats. And oh, I'm sure she does. Kittens. Hello, little kitty cats and. <laughs> Kitties and kittens. There are some of the craziest people on there. Cameo, C A M E O, and just you know, again for fun, you can just scroll through there and see the price. See the different prices. I mean, Caitlyn Jenner is twenty five hundred dollars. I think that she's probably she may be the high water mark. I think that she's the most expensive one on there. Yeah, and I will say, not all. Some of these celebrities are like Carol Baskin and Ice Cube. I mean, they're they're pretty big in the internet. You know, what I mean, Carol well, Baskin in the internet. About world. Carol Baskin. It's kind of like uh, who, who's the guy the the uh, Leslie Jordan. Yes, you either get it or you don't. You, well, you better get that money quick. Yes, because like I bet Leslie Jordan. I would imagine. I bet if we look, Leslie Jordan is on that list. Who yeah. you know became so famous during the on pandemic. TikTok during the pandemic. Yeah, who um, was on Will and Grace and um, had a couple of other roles in in, in in different shows and movies and things. But Carol Baskin had better collect her money quick. Because yeah. she's just not going to be on anyone's ray. I'm so, she made her move her money from Venmo quickly. Yeah. Out of there. Yeah. Because people are just going to, they're not going to remember Carol Baskin. Well, and I mean, this is not like, let me be clear here. You're not going to get like Brad Pitt and Jay-Z. But I mean, Ice Cube's pretty big. What would you charge for Cameo? I think like fourteen thirty three, fourteen $14.33. $14.33. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Just to make it interesting. Like, why is she charging the 33 cents? Because I'm going to give you a little song or something at the end. Okay. All right. What about you? What are you going to charge? Huh? Uh, just like Caitlyn Jenner. Don't say it. Now, if you just put like it Caitlin out Jenner, there. I'm going to charge too much so that people don't want to use don't you. Don't want to use me. Okay, but whatever you put out there, then that's your, your rate. Well, I'm not putting anything out there. Oh, okay. It's kind of like with appearances back in radio. Uh-huh. There were certain personalities who just did not. And you, you would price yourself your hourly rate to go out and cut the ribbon at a uh, – PDQ parts delivered quickly or something or mm-hmm. advanced auto parts. You would price your, your, your rate per hour for a two hour appearance. Right. Um, there were personalities that priced themselves so high. Like I'm talking $2,000 an hour. So they never had to get so that no one would ever be able to afford it so that they would always have their weekends. To themselves. You, you were always, you no, would go I, out. listen, I was yeah. very cheap. I, as a matter of fact, my rate from the moment I walked in at 19 until the moment I was fired nearly a year ago or over it a year ago, change. it never changed. Yeah. And I was, uh, you know. Now, the exception to that was like if it was a big media buy and they wanted a personality on site and it was included in it, then, you know, you had to go. I mean, the station would tell you. Because I remember you were on like, remember when the Wienermobile went through the city and it stopped at every. Quick trip or something. Quick yeah, trip. it was a quick trip deal. And I swear, I think you did like. Well, you did like a little 24. tour. They yeah. hired you to do like a half dozen Quick, quick trip trips, appearances yeah. with the Wienermobile yeah. on behalf of Oscar Meyer. So Oscar Meyer paid you 
Yeah. But they got co-op from QT. You know, I, mean, I don't know how it all worked out, but you got your, your check. It is true. Like Cameo is kind of like the appearances. Like it's sort of similar. Like, in, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm thinking in radio, like all those appearances we used to do. I mean, it also depended on where you were. Because there was nothing worse. Like if you were at a quick trip, there's people coming and going. And, you know, you always like to like meet people and talk to them. The worst thing would be to be like at a strip mall at a mattress store on like a Sunday during church time. And nobody's coming up. And the only person who's out there talking to you is the store manager. You know? And, and they're in your ear. <laughs> When you think everybody's going to show up, where is everybody? Yeah, well, they're at church. You know, the one thing too about appearances—they were always, they were always in the beginning. They were a little strange to me. I just had no concept. I, I never, and I th- you would back me up here. I think that you would agree with this. I never saw myself as a celebrity. I, I no. never. To me, it was strange that the, the people would want to come out and meet me and take a photograph. Yes, and I was always very grateful. But it was just—I'm just a regular guy, yeah. and I always have been. And it was a, it was awkward for me. It took a while for me to get used to the whole concept. And, and the thing that I never did, too, it was very easy for, for personalities, and 98% of them did this. You get under your little tent that your promotions tech has, has put up for you. So, God forbid, you don't sweat or get rained on. And then you sit behind your little card uh, table. card table with your chair. Yeah. I never sat down. Waiting for people to approach you. You, you, were, you yeah, should you were never. Always up. Yeah. You should never have to come up to a table and introduce yourself to a personality. You were it's great. It's my about that. job to walk up to you, even as you're getting out of your vehicle, and say, "Thank you so much for coming out. This means a lot to me." Yeah, absolutely. Um, I because never sometimes people felt like it was almost like they felt awkward coming up to you. So you were really right. good about going out as a salesperson. You had like this little list of reasons in your head why people weren't there so when the man, when the manager would come out and be like what time do you think the people are going to start coming well, it's a beautiful day oh, people yep. are working in their yard yep, today exactly. they're out on the lake and then if it was raining tough day listen, today people just aren't getting mm, outside today yeah it's a tough yeah, day y'all, the yeah, salesperson <laughs> always you're the queen of that salesperson I mean, <laughs> hang on we're gonna we're gonna spend just a moment on this because, just pivot you'd have to pivot a little um, bit you know i also hated to hear personalities on the radio say hey i'm gonna be at uh, papa john's pizza on terrell mill road and uh marietta Come out and meet me. Yeah, I want to Saturday meet you. Saturday Are you kidding me? Yeah. Who says that? Come right. out and meet me. I never said that. It was always, and I meant this. I want to thank you for listening. I want to say hello to you. Yeah, I want to meet I want to you. shake your hand. I want to take a photograph for my Instagram account. Yeah. Yeah. Come out and meet me. What? Yeah. It I was mean, a- I'm a narcissist. Yeah. But- <laughs> I mean, that is, but you're a I certain still type hear of, that today, though. You're a narcissist in that, like, you don't want to uh-huh. wait in line. It has nothing to do with, like, how you feel about yourself in relation to meeting other people, like a celebrity. Your narcissism comes from not wanting to be hot or sweaty. Uncomfortable or in yes. pain. If there's a way you can perhaps buy your way up to a front of a line. <laughs> or like at Disney, you know. I mean, if we waited 10 minutes in line, that's it. Fast passes. Okay. You know, that type of thing. Well, yeah. I'm just saying it wasn't. Okay, but you go to Six Flags and hire a personal guide. David. I loved him. Okay. But I mean, who does that? But love him. Have we included the photograph of me and you when you dress me as a mattress? Oh, no, we'll include in that In the letter? One. Yes. Have we'll we included that. that one? No, we'll include that. Well, we're going to put it back in there for this weekend in the letter, which is our, e- our weekly e-letter, newsletter. And that's what sale- good salespeople did. We didn't tell the talent everything that was involved Talk in the remote me. until the talent arrived on site. Exactly. 
Would you mind going in the back <laughs> and putting on a mattress? Would you mind that? And I said, for you, Donna. Sure. Anything. And we weren't. We were. Just, we, we were just friends at this at this point. But it was a mattress king. It was a Conyers. I think I we've recall. talked about this picture before because the most shocking thing, as I've said before, is that the girls thought I had on overall shorts. So yes, we will include that picture if we haven't. But I'm dressed in a mattress. Literally, there are armholes. Cut and out. leg holes in this mattress. And there's a Y one a six point seven bumper sticker that you put on the front of the mattress. Yes. <laughs> and I'm standing I had a mullet and I'm I'm standing there with my arms and legs out of a mattress. That yes. that, that was for uh a hundred and ten. That was basically what, four hundred bucks for two hours. So two hundred dollars an hour you you got me dressed as a mattress. Well, and you were good about it. The tricky ones were like sometimes Moby or rhubarb. <laughs> God rest his soul. I mean he was so good with listeners, don't get me wrong, but you had, especially like you had to sort of dole it out there. Like when he showed up, you know, now where am I going to be set up? It's like, um, over here. Okay. I'd prefer to be over here. So then there was this whole negotiation of like where the table was going to be, where the tent well, was going to be. Well, the client wants you outside on the car lot. Exactly. But you want to be inside in the, air the showroom in the yeah. air conditioning. Would you mind? A little bit of a tug of war. Yeah. I need you to, you know, talk. You were the best though. Client, you were, yeah. you were absolutely the best. I need you to talk to the client. The other one was there were always, um, we called them call-ins because basically when you were on site, you would call back into the radio station to say, I'm out here at the mattress store or whatever. Well, a lot of times you would forget to put the call in, like the, the account executive right. would forget to put the call-ins in. And if the call-ins didn't come up, Technically, you weren't supposed to do that. That's correct. Because we would then, as a talent, <laughs> we would get in trouble if we forced a call in because it would add a commercial. Yeah. It would add a 60-second live Anyone commercial. who's listening who has sold radio or worked in radio is like, oh, yeah. yeah. Because you would go up to the talent and say, would you mind? Like, there's And you and it would always be there's no call-in scheduled. So the problem there is no one knows if a there. bear blinks in the woods, how do you know? Yeah. You know, so it's like we have to, but, but we would always say, well, we have to tell them. You know that you're here, and you're like, well, but they're not on the log. They won't care. We'll deal with and it. And then on Monday, you get an email. Oh, my God. Deal or a phone it. call from traffic. Deal with it on Monday. And your program director. Yeah. All right. That's uh, Cameo. Yeah. <laughs> the Abby. So let me see myself out, okay? Oh, uh, of course. Yes, yes please. please. Stop okay. interrupting my um, my spot here. So, okay. We just got Abby. Donna thinks it's funny to blow an air horn behind a heart attack survivor. Well, <laughs> That doesn't sound good. I mean, hearing it back from you, I feel bad. Now. Where did the air horn come from? Why do you have to put that in there? Because it's it's true. You think it's hilarious. That part. But I, I you... nearly struck you. I know. I, I and, now... it, it, and, and let me tell you something. There's the, the, everything in the world is wrong with that. But it's just an, it's just, when you're not, ex when you've not heard an air horn for about 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly your wife has bought one at Dollar General or something it's a as mini, a joke. It's a mini. Okay. Well, it doesn't sound like a mini. I horn. know. And suddenly you're walking down the driveway, checking your sprinklers or something. And <laughs> my wife's behind me and she hits the air horn. Oof. Yeah. And you jump. I know. Here's the thing with the air horn. You jump I, I know. And like I feel a prostate exam. Okay. You I jump. feel, I feel bad about it hearing it this way. Okay. I was in um, a store and they had these cute little mini air horns and they were like $2. And I'm like, oh my God, I'll do something with this. This is so much fun. I'll have fun with this. I'll kill my husband. No, but I'm just thinking it's a little air horn. So it's going to have a little air sound. Little sound. Little yeah. air sound. Little air horn sound. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the only way to test out the little air horn is to push the button. Yeah. Which I did. And it is 
loud. I think it's louder. Than the big air horn. Than the big air horn. I'm not even kidding. So I did it to you. Didn't go well at all. You got so mad. Who does that? I know. Even to a non-heart attack survivor. You don't just walk up behind some. We're adults. Right. (laughs) It's not like we're teenagers. Right. You don't walk up behind an adult and blow an air horn. Says the man who put a bumper sticker on someone's car that said, I love farting. And they rode around with it all day. No harm, no foul. Okay. Well, again, we're adults. Um, but I, and then I tried it with Olivia, who I forgot is sort of has sensory issues. She has sensory issues with noise and stuff. Did not go well. She got so mad. Mom, what are you doing? Why would you do that? And then I took it to Bell Park. And when Charlotte was walking, I blasted it. She loved it. <laughs> Laughed so hard. Fell over in the grass. Now, I will tell you, the man coming the other way with his dog... <laughs> Did not think it was Not funny. a fan. Yeah. Not a fan. Turned around and started going the other way and was running with his dog. <laughs> and I also forget the current conditions and the time that we're in and everyone's a little on edge and stuff. I was just thinking it's like a little humor, icebreaker, but I forget everybody's a little tense right now. So the air horn, little mini air horn has been retired. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I want to get a beaver update. Oh, he's An fine. update on your beaver. Should I name him? Let's, you know what? I think we should toss. We'll toss that out in the letter this weekend, okay. and then we'll have like a contest. Well, he's fine. I um, he loves to he come out. A he Taco Shack gift card or something. He comes out at night. He comes out at dusk. Yeah, which we've talked about. So basically, again, the um, if you want to find me and you want to hang out with me, and I would love to hang out with you, come to Bell Park. We'll walk together. We'll then get in my car. I'll buy you a cotton candy cone. And then we swing by and check on the beaver because on the way home, and Charlotte is totally into it. She's like, there he is, mom. She takes Charlotte's the videos. Yeah. And listen, I've not been a believer of the beaver. Yeah. And when y'all came back one you're a couple a, of nights you're ago. You're not a believer. Believer. Uh, okay. Y'all, y'all came back a couple of nights ago and sure, you're like, look at Charlotte's video. And I'm like, I, I, I'm just not a fan when people do that. You need to watch this video. No, I don't. Okay. But Charlotte, you know, it's one of the kids. Okay. Uh, and then so... Uh, Charlotte has a video of the beaver and yeah. I didn't believe it. I thought that you two had, had were pulling one no. on me like you had sent the video the first time you saw the beaver to her no. because it all beavers look alike. Let's be. No, he, this is the same beaver. He's adorable. And I've told you this. He actually knows my voice now. Now, I don't think I will not be parking and petting him with a stick again since I heard. This isn't a cul-de-sac. Or not a cul-de-sac. This isn't a roundabout no, it's, it's in a busy, It's a pretty busy road. That's what makes me mad is actually you don't go through the roundabout, but it you it's before the roundabout. But people get on my rear end, like on my car, and I can't slow down to speak to him. So then I'll go through the roundabout and come back the other way. So I'm kind of... Now, that's pretty cool because you don't have to turn around. You exactly. just go up a half mile exactly. to the roundabout and just circle back around. And I then, can't believe that I'm endorsing this. Wow. And then I roll down my window and I say, hello, how are you? And he looks back. I'm not even kidding. He looks back. He stands up on his little back two feet and he puts his little teeth out. And he's like... I swear. I swear. <laughs> he's like, there's the crazy suburban housewife I swear. I swear. He knows me. He knows my voice. He does. And it's definitely a dusk time because what he does is he comes up from his little dam area and gets um, his food. And he like eats his little grass and stuff and he hangs out. He hangs out really close to the road. So I guess, I don't know. I'm, I was kind of wondering, do we call someone? Does he need to go to a, a facility? Or I think he's happy. This is his natural habitat. You know, he doesn't need to go anywhere. I was thinking, like, do we Has take anyone it? else spotted the beaver? That's the question I have as well. well. I, people, I mean, they're welcome to come by. 
And if you don't live where we live, don't worry. I know a lot of people listen and they listen all over. We have listeners in Nashville. We have listeners in Florida, Phoenix, Arizona, everywhere. Don't worry. We will continue to um, provide video so that you can enjoy it. Just, just, you know what? It's a little thing during this time that makes people happy. An update on Donna's beaver. Yes. During the podcast. You may be thinking that because you're seeing a doctor, you'll need to at least have a copay. That is not the case. If you have been injured in an accident and come to a Hurt 911 Injury Center, there is zero, Z-E-R-O, zero out-of-pocket cost to be seen by a Hurt 911 doctor. No charge to you at all. No charge to you unless Hurt 911 wins your case. And there is nothing wrong with shopping your case around. If you currently um, are involved in a a car accident and and you have legal representation and you're just not happy with them call 1-800-HURT-911 don't let the fear the unknown paying for an attorney or seeking medical care stop you from getting the treatment you need and the cash money that you deserve 1-800-HURT-911-GA.com or call 1-800-HURT-911 the hurt 911 injury group georgia's premier choice in accident care 1-800-HURT-911 Tracy Cousineau and her team of certified home selling advisors can not only get you to 18% more money for your home, they have an entire team of 20-plus professionals all working for you. Real estate expert advisors, Tracy Cousineau's team consistently outsell the competition behind the scenes. Uh, It's unlike the traditional brokerage. It's a running machine of systems that includes certified negotiators, a home staging team, closing coordinator team, photography and videography teams, uh, luxury division, graphic design team, TracyCousineau.com. That's cousin with an E-A-U because you know she's going to sell your home. TracyCousineau.com, 855-MY-EXPERT. Want to say hello to Jennifer Brennan. Jennifer's a pod peep. She reached out. And said, uh, wanted to know if we'd be willing to purchase a small ad in the Chapel Hill High School Athletic uh, Digital Program for the school year. I said, by golly, of course we will. Sure. 50 bucks for an eighth ad slot. Seems reasonable. So we're going to send over some uh, content of some sort. Uh, Panther Pride, Chapel Hill High School in Douglasville. So I reached out, back out to Jennifer, and I said, you know what? Uh, We'd love to. She's wanting to promote the podcast my second act love that so she writes back and says i'm so excited thank you so much we parents are always talking about what podcasts we are listening to and i've been telling everyone about your second act and how awesome you and donna are i'm so happy uh you will do an ad as i want to let people know you are out there doing something awesome so uh jennifer brennan in douglas county thank you for being a pod peep thank you for spreading the word and listen a lot of it is word of mouth and telling your friends and and that, that that means the most to us. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, and, and that's how people find out about podcasts. You know, sometimes people think that there's some mythical thing that are hard to listen to or it's difficult to download. So if you like listening to us, again, we keep saying we're kind of like a little multi-level marketing thing. Uh, tell two friends and they'll two, tell two friends and they'll tell two friends. And that's also, and also um, you hear us talking about our great sponsors. If you have a business and you would like to work with us, please call us, get in touch with us. You can call us on the text line. You can email you, Caddy, directly. Um, we love to work with local businesses, and we would love to work with you. So please keep it in mind. A lot of ways we can keep t- uh, keep in touch uh, throughout the weekend and, and and during the week. In addition to the two podcasts, the letter is our weekly news e letter that uh, hits your inbox Saturday mornings around nine o'clock. Um, I always write an open 
Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's serious. Sometimes I just throw put words on a page just because I don't have a whole lot of anything going on. We always include uh, alternative episode titles that were not used for the two podcasts, which uh, often when you read that list, you know why <laughs> they weren't uh, uh, marked as the actual episode title. And a lot of photographs to complement the stories that you've heard during the two weeks podcast. It's free. We don't share your information with anybody. Text left on red. That's uh, no spaces. Red is the color. R-E-D. Left on red. The number 22828. All social media channels, Twitter and Instagram at ATL Cadillac. And don't forget, you can tell your smart speaker, hey, play Cadillac Jack in the most recent episode of My Second Act. We'll, uh, we'll fire right up. And our text line. Let me check that, as I always do. Oh, no. Hang on. You can reach out to us, leave a voicemail or text. The number is 770-464-6024. Are we paying for this? Because if not, yeah. All right. Okay, but clearly we do get some because we get our pod piece. Yeah, but someone send me a text because they come right to my phone. And sometimes yeah. when I'm bored, I like to go back and forth and interact with people. Just you say know, hello. Social media can get boring. Let's text. Yeah, say hello. Back and forth. 770-464-6024. Jody Darden Hall introed the show today. Jody and I went to high school together at St. Stephen's High School in Hickory, North Carolina. And Jody has been a big supporter of uh, my entire career, and I'm thankful for that. And and she's a big supporter and listener of the podcast as well. Uh, she and her husband, Ken, live in Catawba County, North Carolina. They have a lot of boys. They have four boys. And Jody and I were reminiscing. We were talking on, we talked on the phone in the past week, and, and we're catching up. And we were talking about the fact that I'd forgotten. We had homeroom together for four years, freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior. And we had to... Uh, our senior year, we had Mrs. Carson for homeroom. She was a Spanish teacher. I bet you weren't in homeroom a lot because you were at, at all your funerals. I was at Bass Smith Funeral mm-hmm. Home picking up a program. Yeah. Uh, some updates on a few things. Uh, Thurman Wisnett, Jody told me, is now the chief of police for the Hickory Police Department. What a name. Thurman Wisnett. Yeah. I mean, he sounds official. And John, Jody's father, was equipment manager for the St. Stephen's High School Indian football team for 27 seasons. And uh, I didn't know until she told me, but her father passed uh, three years ago. But he was, he carried the torch for the Indians, you know, and that's what happens in your community. You you, you have multiple generations continue to support your local high schools. And we talked a lot about Shell's Barbecue on Springs Road, home of the cherry lemon vanilla sundrop. Mm, Is it still going? Yes, it is. All right. They bought Dale Jarrett's diner trailer from Highway 16 down at Conover, and they moved it to Shell's barbecue property on springs road so the actual diner now at shell's barbecue is dale used jarrett's? to be dale jarrett's diner he had a diner really yeah love that fun fact in uh, conover north carolina awesome so thank, thank you, jody, you jody very much we appreciate your support and it was great catching up with you it truly was we have a small ask of you three things if you are able number one hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up and uh here in the next week we're going to tell you all about some big things coming up that we are truly very very excited about and think that you will be as well Number two, rate and leave five-star reviews for the pod. And number three, show our sponsor some love, like 1-800-HURT-911, dinneraffair.com, dinneraffair.com. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville and Tracy Cousineau and Real Estate Expert Advisors. Check out new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act. We are proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.